Attention. Attention detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you can in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started further. Attention detail. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail with Eric Bird. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. Today's episode, eight leadership details taken from the Last Dance documentary. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, leadership done well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. And now here's my dad, Eric Byrd. You know, son, uh, way back in the day, before there was a LeBron, before there was a Russell West, I know this this is blowing your mind, that there there was actual something called the National Basketball Association. That's still a thing. Yeah, that's still a thing. Uh, Way before Russell Westbrook, way way before uh, the beard... Way before Giannis, way before these cats. Giannis. Giannis. It's wow. Giannis, not Giannis. Giannis. How do you Giannis. say his last name? Ante de Compo. Okay, you are going to be a journalist one day. That's my son, y'all. That's my baby. That's my baby. Uh, way before these cats, Embiid, there was the GOAT. And I used to hear my dad talk about people like Chamberlain or Bill Russell or... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Oscar. You know, Oscar Robertson. You know, the O. And I'm like, you know, okay, I'll just have to take your word for it. Kareem. Kareem. You know, I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. No, y'all. I, I, you know, that's a debate for another day. But MJ, I was never a Bulls fan, but I was a Michael Jordan fan. If I can get a witness out there, um, his tenacity, his drive, his two different three peats. I mean, just wrap your head around this. Like, he won three in a row, left the game came back and won another three <laughs> like that's that's crazy i mean that's I mean, we've we've seen athletes retire and then they come back rarely do they get to the championship game i can't even think of somebody that retired took what 18 months off or almost two years off mm-hmm. and came back and won three in a row not three for the three in a row um i loved everything about him and so uh i had a completely different podcast set for uh today we try to launch these every monday and i had a completely different set of a different sequence rather going today uh but i just i was i'm wrapped around this documentary as i'm sure some of you are the last dance documentary how many of y'all out there have seen the last dance i see hands i see in the i see in the virtual stratosphere atmosphere stratalac no no anyway um the Last Dance is a documentary that uh, I think ESPN is kind of the platform that's really championing this about uh, MJ's last season with the Bulls and all the turmoil that went along with that. Now, for those of you that have not watched the documentary or are not really into basketball, apparently, as I understand it, the backdrop is this, son. So Jerry Krause is the general manager of the Chicago Bulls. He has announced before the season started, he said this is going to be Coach Phil Jackson's last year coaching. 
So he and Phil Jackson, for whatever reason, did not get along uh, anymore. I guess they did at some point, but they don't get along anymore at this point. And so they say, look, I'm only going to give you a one-year contract. So at the end of 1998, you're going to have to go find another job. You can win a championship. You can lose all 82 games. You ain't coming back to Chicago. Phil Jackson said, great. Well, Michael Jordan said, well, I'm not playing basketball with another coach other than Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is the coach that I had when we won six or five at the time world championships. I'm not going to go through the learning curve with some other coach. I'm just not doing that. So if you want to fire Phil Jackson or if you don't want to do his contract, it's fine with me, but not with your boy. So Michael Jordan says, I'm not playing for another coach. So while they're trying to win their second edition of a three-peat, their sixth world championship, Every question after every game that Michael Jordan is getting is, is this going to be your last time coming to Cleveland? Is this your last time playing in the garden? Is this your last season? And all this stuff. So all of that is the backdrop to um, to what's going on in 1998. So as I said, I had a completely different episode to launch, but I was struck by all the stuff that's coming out with this documentary. And I'm going to play for you now a couple of audio pieces that I find really, really interesting. Uh, the first piece is going to be uh, Michael Jordan's teammates talking about his leadership style. And then the next clip is going to be Michael Jordan talking about himself, where he actually tears up talking about it. And so let's play that now. People were afraid of him. We were his teammates and we were afraid of him. And there was just fear. That's why when I throw it to you. I just throw it to you. Ignore this guy. He's dumb through, but he's overplayed. The fear factor of, of MJ was so, so thick. Yeah, let's not get it wrong. He was an He was a jerk. He crossed the line numerous times. But as time goes on and you think back about what he was actually trying to accomplish, you're like, yeah, he was a hell of a teammate. He was pushing us all to be better because he wanted to win. And guess what? It worked. We kind of needed that, you know what I'm saying? I needed him to be the bad guy, the tough guy. When people see this, they're going to say, well, he wasn't really a nice guy. He may have been a tyrant. Oh, well, that's you because you never wanted anything. I wanted to win, but I wanted them to win and be a part of that as well. I don't have to do this. I'm only doing it because it is who I am. That's how I played the game. That was my mentality. If you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. Break. So I thought that was incredible to hear Michael like actually tear up talking about himself and saying you know you don't have to do it the way I did it but that's just who I am so it got me thinking about what leadership is and how we can define it and so I thought it'd be cool to do a last dance podcast on what we can glean from the last dance documentary so Jason why don't you kick it off for us I hear the eight leadership details taken on taken from the last dance documentary number one leadership comes with a cost so everybody wants to eat rarely do people want to wake up early and hunt so right off the dribble i think it's really important to make sure that all of us including myself we all recognize that there is a price to pay to lead people and especially to lead people well 
I think some of us, as I used to think before I um, was fortunate enough to go to school for this stuff, I used to think that if you're leading well, you don't have any problems. Like, you know, if you're doing it well, then everybody's going to fall in line and you don't have any issues. Right. I have found out that almost the opposite of tr is true. If you're leading well, that's almost going to increase the amount of issues and pushback that you get because people won't understand why we're going that way. Who are you to tell us that we're going that way and all the stuff that goes along with that? So it's important, I think, for us to underscore that leadership comes with a cost. Go into your leadership responsibilities and your leadership roles knowing that there is a price to pay for that. And every leader ain't going to pay that cost. That's why everybody's not a leader. I don't subscribe to this theory that everybody can be a leader. I don't because some people don't want to pay the cost. There was a great blues song. B.B. Uh, King is one of the people that recorded it. He said, um, I'm paying the cost to be the boss. Everybody doesn't want to pay the cost to be the boss. So leadership comes with a cost. Um, everybody wants to eat. Rarely do people want to wake up early and hunt. Give me number two. Leadership can be done lonely. Yeah, leadership can be lonely. You might be the only person in your organization, in your church, on your team, in your peer group, however you want to define your group. You might be the only person with the drive, the stamina, the commitment to do what's deep in your heart. And that's okay. Don't have the expectation that other people are going to have your passion. Just lead them. Lead them as best you can and make your passion, your passion contagious because everybody probably wants to be successful. So there are going to be people on your team that will absolutely follow you because they see the benefit and the results. But if they got the wheels, the, the keys to the car, they may not have a clue on how to get to your destination. So don't worry about that. Leadership can be lonely because. It's lonely at the top. It's lonely to be a leader. You might be the only person that can understand what it's like to have all of that on you. Um, I have found that out the hard way. Um, I remember being 26. How old was I? 26, 27 years old. In fact, um, um, this is really, really early um, in my relationship with Goldie, my lovely wife. But um, I remember being about 27 years old and I had organized a choir and the choir was singing in Austria, Vienna, Austria. And, um, it was all on me. I was just a kid. I had never done anything like that before. And I was responsible for 10 or $12,000 buying the plane tickets, getting the itinerary together and all that stuff. And there were things that I wanted to leave to other people to get done. And they didn't have the skill set or the passion, rather, that I had to make sure it was done right. So I always tell people that I'm not a control freak, as you know. Don't you know that, son? That I'm not gonna, You know that, don't you? He's nodding his head, people. Mm. Wow. Shadiness. Shady. I'm not a control freak. I just want it done right. right. So I don't care about who's in control. I just want it done right. So recognize that your passion will sometimes isolate you. And that can be lonely, but that doesn't mean that because you're lonely, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful. It just means that you may not have the expectation that everybody's going to be able to do what you can do. All right. Number three, son. Leadership is necessary. Yeah. So how many titles did the Bulls, did MJ's Bulls win, son? They won six. Right. Okay. How many did they win without him? That'd be a big zero. Yeah. Big goose egg. Case, right. case closed. So don't, don't think that leadership stops with incorporating the ideas of the team. Everybody in the NBA can play their behind off. Everybody in the NBA ain't LeBron. 
Okay, everybody in the NBA Curry. ain't Steph. Yeah, everybody ain't that. Now there's twelve brothers on the team, twelve cats on the team. Only one can hit half quarters on the. I ha- you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that dude did against me in two K. Right. Uh, uh, what the kid from Atlanta? Trey. Trey. Yeah, I mean, I I was up by I was up by one. Didn't even think I had to jump at him, and he still made a half court shot and won the game. Everybody can't be Trey Young, okay? So, uh, welcome the ideas of your team, but you are a leader for a reason, okay? The good Lord put you in that position for a reason. You have to be the one to pull the trigger. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger, okay? So, leadership, like coaching, is absolute, like parenting, as you know, is absolutely necessary. It is necessary. Your voice is necessary to the success of, of the program all right again we're capping eight leadership details taken from the last dance documentary what's number four son leadership is not easy so ira zepp god rest his soul ira zepp was um, a professor of great renown uh at western maryland college now mcdaniel college where your mother and i went to college and ira zepp used to say if you're a leader and no one is mad at you you're not doing your job so if you're leading people and no one is pissed off, then you are not leading. You're probably managing. And that brings me to my next point. But you're not leading people. You have to lead people. OK, you to make wine, you got to crush a grape. So change is not easy. Transition is not easy. Leadership is not easy. But it is necessary. So you have to do leaders have to do what is uh, necessary to move their organization forward. Oftentimes, if not most times, that is not easy. Which brings us to number five: leadership is not management. Yeah, to ma- to maintain what already is, that's called management. Right. Okay, it already exists, so I'm just managing what happens. Okay, that's not leadership. There's a difference between management and leadership. To lead people into the un- unknown. That's leadership. And that's what I'm what I'm getting from this last dance documentary. Michael Jordan is trying to lead them into the unknown. There's a conversation that he has. I think it's with a journalist. And it's in 1992 when he's doing the dream team. And the journalist asks him, you know what? So what's the future hold for you, Michael? And Michael says, well, if it was up to me, I would quit today and go play baseball. You know, I'm kind of burned out. I've already won two championships You know, I've done everything that I've wanted to accomplish in the game. I'm making money. If it were up to me, I think I would retire and go play ball. (laughs) And the journalist says, well, why isn't it up to you? Like, why? What do you mean it's not up to you? Are you thinking about your contract? And Michael said, no, I want to do something that hasn't been done before. And my contemporaries like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, they never won three in a row. I want to do something that they never did. So that way I can differentiate myself from everybody else. Ooh, see, I'm gonna have to. Ooh, that's a shot. Did you hear? Did you feel the Holy Ghost just coming in? Just sudden. Mm. You hit you. Ooh, that's a. I might have bought a tape for this myself. That that's a wow. sermon right there. You are gonna have to go no, no, when no, no man has no, gone before. Wrong podcast. I'm elevating you okay. to a different plateau. My man Ricky Harvey Jr. would put it this way. I'm I'm on my way to Canaan land. No, wrong podcast. Wrong that's podcast. The that's one. the hooping podcast. We should do a podcast of just hooping. Just podcast. Just the black church phenomenon of hooping. Uh. <laughs> no, 
No, not you're not interested in hosting that one. Not no. okay. So okay. So Michael is saying strong. so leadership is taking your team very often into places they've never been before. That's why you're the leader. The leader doesn't say, "Hey, y'all." I mean, no president would give as their inauguration address. You know what? We're gonna do exactly what we've been doing. <laughs> Nobody would do that. Nobody would coach. The New York Yankees, 27 World Championships. The New York Yankees, 27 World Championships. And say, you know, y'all, we're going to do exactly what we did last. No, you want somebody to take you into the unknown. So make sure that you understand that leadership, point number five, is not management. Management is not leadership. Management is, I'm just going to try to maintain. Leadership is, we're going to go someplace, y'all, that we ain't been before. All right, what's number six, huh? Leadership requires change. The enemy of leadership. You ever heard this phrase, son? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually the the exact enemy opposite of what you want to do. There you go. That's the actually exact opposite of leadership. Now, now I'm not into this. Let me just uh, let me make sure we understand each other. I'm not into change for the sake of change. Just Some because. just because change. I'm not into change for the sake of change. But leaders should always be rinse, wash, repeat. Like this is the plan. This is the vision. This is where we're going. These are the steps on how we're going to get there. While we're getting there, I'm already plotting on what we're going to do next year. So whenever I'm thinking about my jazz trio, if I'm running a worship ministry or a worship team, I'm thinking about what does this team look like three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, three years from now, five years from now. Five years from now, I don't want to be playing the piano with the same skill level I'm playing today. In fact, I don't want that five hours from now. I always want to go someplace I haven't gone before. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to differentiate yourself from your peers. If you're a jazz musician and there are a couple of thousand people that say that they play jazz in your demographic or in your geographic area, rather, what's going to differentiate you from your competition? Well, it very well may be your ability to um, to acquire and embrace and implement change. The enemy of leadership is that phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So once again, we're going through eight leadership details taken from the Last Dance documentary that featured Michael Jordan's 1998 uh, championship season. Number seven, son. Leadership can have great rewards. You can accomplish greatness if you are committed to leading well. Let me say that again. You You can accomplish greatness if you are committed to leading well. One of the things that this is bringing up with Michael Jordan is that this is really interesting. Was Michael Jordan, and this is kind of a this is kind of like a rhetorical question, was Michael Jordan a great leader? I don't know. Michael will tell you and his teammates will tell you that he was a jerk a lot of times. He punched his teammate Steve Kerr in the eye in a practice. Now Have I ever been led well by somebody who gave me a black eye? I would probably say blank no. Probably not. Probably no. But, but, yeah, now go go ahead. But it was his, like, tenacity that was his leadership. Like, that kind of energy that he brought, even though it was kind of extra and people would see that as, like, unnecessary and that's not how you would lead people. How MJ did it on that team led them to go three times championship and then again now that's an excellent point that's an excellent point and not only is that a great point let's drill down on that a little deeper 
Remember, this documentary is bringing up that Michael Jordan, by the time he's in 1998, he's already lost twice to the Detroit Pistons, where they beat him the blank up. I mean, they their goal was you have to keep Michael Jordan on the ground. If he gets up into the air, it's game over. We can't stop him once he gets, gets into the air. So if he comes into the paint, knock him to the ground. And they beat Michael Jordan up. This is See, this is another thing young people don't understand. This is when they didn't call ticky-tack little fouls like they do today because they want to. I'm down the, to not have ticky-tack, but like. Go, no, no. I mean. It was football. Okay. Rodman. peace type of Meta. Um, when Rodman was on the Pistons, um, you know, Lambeer. Isaiah Lambeer. You know, those guys beat Michael Jordan's behind physically, and then they won the game. So Michael is trying to say, what is that, 10 years later, approximately, he's trying to say, look, y'all, if you can't get past me and I'm on your team, you're not going to get past the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get past the Pistons. You're not going to make it. The Pacers. You know, son, you're not going to make it. So – I've got to know that when I go into war, you are battle tested. That's why our military is so incredibly special and unique because they take men and women. Some believe in God. Some have never heard God. Some of them believe in different kinds of gods. Uh, Some of them are rich. Some of them are poor. Some of them come from suburbs. Some of them come from uh, the city. They put all these different types of people from all kinds of demographics, put them in a group. And by the end of basic training, they they ready, Jack. You say hit that wall, we going to hit that wall, and we're going to do it better, b- bigger, better than anybody else. There's something special about that. So you can accomplish great things if you're committed to leading those people well. So what is harsh is the way Michael Jordan maybe did it, but wow, look at the rewards. That man was able to do something with those teams maybe somebody else couldn't do. And then what's our last point? Leadership is focusing on the mission, not on who's getting the credit. Yes, leadership is focusing on the mission. It appears in the documentary that Jerry Krause is the general manager, and Jerry Krause seemed to be at odds with MJ and Phil Jackson and some of the other Bulls because they were kind of arguing about who's getting the credit for the championships. You know, who's... Who's, who's getting the credit? Is it the players on the court? Is it the front office that brings the players to the court? You know, who's getting the credit for this? So, let's see. How many championships did Michael Jordan win? Six. He won six. How many championships did Jerry Krause win without Michael Jordan? Zero. Okay, how many times do I have to keep closing his case? Case closed. That means that, means that focus on the mission. You know, your – Goldie's dad, your grandfather, made a great speech. Were you with? You were there when he retired from the Department of yeah, Energy. Remember, we had the little party. Yeah. Your grandfather made a great speech. He said, "Amazing things can be accomplished when you're not worried about who gets the credit. Amazing things can be accomplished when you're not worried about who gets the credit. Concentrate on the mission. That's why I humbly suggest." when I do a leadership training with VIP consulting is that I try to get people to articulate what the mission is. The mission is not tied to a person. The mission is to win the championship. It's not for Michael Jordan to make money. It's not for Michael Jordan to increase his brand. It's not for Michael Jordan to get likes. The, the, the mission is to win championships and all the other stuff goes along with that. So the eight leadership details taken from the last dance documentary. Number one, Leadership comes with a cost. Two. 
Leadership can be lonely. Three. Leadership is necessary. Four. Leadership isn't easy. You ain't lying there. Number five. Leadership is not management. No, it ain't. Number six. Leadership requires change. He ain't lying. Number seven. Leadership can have great rewards. And finally, number eight. Leadership is focusing on the mission, not who gets the credit. All right. And so Jason's going to have our close, and then I'll come back with some last uh, last closing thoughts, rather. Go. All right. Thanks, Dad, and thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays, and you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com, my dad's trio at ericbirdtrio.com. Show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blogs, where you can also follow the show on the VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. What's the last detail you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? Leaders, creatives, influencers, leadership ain't built for everybody. That's not everybody's ministry. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Mm -hmm. That leadership is not built for anyone. That's the other. I forgot. That's the other podcast. Leadership ain't built for everyone. It's not easy. It's not popular, and it isn't always fun. But if you're committed to doing what needs to be done, what others perhaps cannot do, you can accomplish greatness. Thank you again for listening to Attention to Detail with Eric Bird, moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm Jason Bird. Until next time. Attention. 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 Attention.